0: Welcome to another inspirational message from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm ready for this one to be over. Okay? I am ready for for us to get this year behind us. I don't know how many of you feel that way, but but uh, this has been a rather challenging year. It's been a year that has offered us some great challenges personally, also uh, you know, uh, corporately. uh, You know, there are things changing uh, in the world, and we are seeing so many changes. It is difficult to not to you know turn on the television and 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 find yourself in some moment of anger or despair. Just listening to the news, trying to catch up on world affairs takes you into places to where you wonder what in the world is going on. Well, we can see day by day that, that God is doing something. You know, when it gets bad, God gets better. He gets very active. God has a plan. And uh, uh, we hope that this is going to be a new year next year. You know, uh, uh, it's not a given, you know. The Bible says that this world will wax worse and worse. The church will get stronger and stronger. I believe that we can look at the church around the world and see that despite the difficulties, despite the circumstances, the situations, that nonetheless the church is stronger. We are bigger, we are more powerful, more productive, we're going faster, going farther. We're we're seeing more people born again every day than ever in the history. Of the world. The church is strong. I'm here to tell you that God is doing His work. He is building His church, just like Jesus said I will build my church upon a rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against that church. We will not see a day in which the church cowers in front of the devil or in front of world events. Rather, we are going to continue to see the church get stronger and stronger. My goodness, just, just, uh, yeah! Give the Lord a hand clap. It is, it is a reality. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that that we're not going to face some challenges. You know, from uh, from uh, from our church, just in uh, 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 Pastor Roberts time and tenure we have planted another more than a dozen churches 13 churches here in our community and in communities like ours around the world we have raised up ministries and ministers and still reaching out today our church is ministering literally around the world and uh and the church i'm just telling you is going well it's strong it's good uh and and i'm expecting it to get better for one reason because we have decided individually as born-again believers that we are going to please the Lord. You know, something powerful happens when you please the Lord. Something that, that, that is beyond calculation begins to happen whenever we decide we're going to please the Lord. When we take one step closer to Him, you know... Imagine, for a moment, although God is not, and we cannot relegate Him to some, to to some metaphor, or to some analogy, but imagine for a moment, if you would, that 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 God is a fountain. Imagine that He's a fountain of water, like perhaps turning on your your uh, your sprinkler in your yard. Okay, y'all know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, just because the fountain, just because the sprinkler is on, does not mean that you get wet. If you want to get wet, you know how to do it. It's not rocket science. You have to get closer to the sprinkler. You You have to get closer to the fountain. Just because there is a fountain does not mean that it flows or that it rains as another analogy in the Word of God. It doesn't mean that it rains on everyone. Some people hide themselves from the fountain of God. Some people only get into the edge of it and get back away from it. Why? Because some, uh, some really don't want to get wet with all of that much of God. You know, I mean, too, too much of God, I mean, y'all have seen those people. They're weird, they're odd, they're fanatic, they're radical, they don't make sense. They go around with a smile on their face. What's wrong with them? They're happy. What? I mean, don't they understand what's going on? You know, uh, You know when I was in the military, um, I, I actually had some teeth problems. These are store-bought, by the way. I mean they're they're all in they don't come out but you know uh but but uh, my teeth were bad I went into the military and I was raised you know uh it was uphill to school and uphill back that's the story um and and when I got in the military I had some toothaches but you know boy I could right, right there oh right there y'all ever have a toothache oh and so I didn't want to go to the dentist. Do you know why I didn't want to go to the dentist? Because even though I could say it's that one right there, and that's the one I want you to look at, and that's the one I would like you to fix, do you know what that dentist would do? He would want to look at all of my teeth. And he'd go poking around in places that I really didn't want him poking around in. And sometimes he'd poke at a place that hurt, or he'd spray that air on there, and he'd go ah, I go ah, you know. I didn't want him looking places that I didn't want to pay attention to, because I knew that if I went to the dentist, he wasn't just going to fix what I asked him to fix. He was going to want to fix everything. He was going to start prying into my business. He was going to start looking and finding other things that he could fix. And, and, and I didn't want that pain. I didn't want that problem. I did not want him, you know, messing around where he wasn't invited. That's the way people feel about God. Lord, I have this problem. <laughs> and I just want to talk to you about this problem. I don't want to talk to you about any of the other problems I have. I really don't want you to go poking around in my life. I mean, I don't want to go through the pain of having to fix everything right now. I would really just want you to look at this, Lord. My money, my marriage, my business, my job, that person that irritates me. I need help with this. You know, Just that one thing, God. But they often don't want to get into that fountain and get all wet. They don't want to come to God... And open up their life to him. Because as soon as you invite that dentist into your mouth. He's going to start trying to fix other things. He's wanting you to be complete. God is wanting you to be completely well completely whole spirit and soul and body he's wanting to deal with things that you may not want to deal with you just may want to be talking to him about your anger and he's wanting to talk to you you know about six other things but that's the most wonderful thing that a loving father can do is to help us With everything in our life before something else begins to give us those same problems this I believe is what God wants for us and he wants us to please him he wants us to open up our lives he wants us to be willing to get wet but you can only do so if you get closer you know we have a choice We have a choice to please God. And in this day, I am seeing more and more and more people saying yes. I'm seeing so many people that that I would have not imagined saying yes, I want to please God. They're stepping into God. They're opening up their lives. They're, 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 They're saying to God, help me to fix this, Lord. Come into my life, Lord. Do what you will. Show me, teach me, help me, Lord, fix me. And God is taking that advantage. He's taking that opportunity. And I am telling you as a pastor, I'm telling you as a counselor, I'm telling you as, as, as just a member of the body of Christ that I am seeing the body of Christ get stronger. I'm seeing the body of Christ get well, get healed, get strengthened, not only here in the United States but around the world. I am seeing the church rise up because individuals just like you are deciding that it's time for me to please God. It's time. Why not? There's there is an evident changing of the guard. It is time. It is an open door. There is a season of God fixing things, healing things, straightening things. There is a season of God saying yes. And and, and our response is is you know is, is is yes. You know, God gives us. I mean, you aren't you aren't nice because, uh, you know, you're, you're giving God a gift. You're nice because God gave you a gift. You know, God has given you a chance. We're not coming to God out of any other reason than God is drawing us to him. He's drawing us to Him. His Spirit is going out and dealing with people. He's dealing with you even right over the Internet. Isn't that amazing? God is dealing with you. And today, we're going to find out how to please God. It's going to be very simple, but it's going to require you getting a little closer to the fountain. That's all. That's all. Okay. And the best you will ever be is is God's plan for your life you know uh, plan b you know uh, you can never become what god is just willing to make you never become any better than what god is willing to to create in you you know you're you're different than than you were before you got born again you're you're a new creature you're a new creation in Christ Jesus god knows how to interact with you you know you're not just of the world you're not just you're not just another you know um, a, a lost person you know you have asked Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life and he's just wanting you to step closer he's just wanting you to to go ahead and fulfill that desire that he put in you to please him you know you want to please him well today we're going to talk about how to do that we're going to be going to the book of the prophet Micah hey, Micah this morning Okay, and uh, we're going to be in Micah chapter 6 this morning. We'll read a couple of verses in Micah chapter 6. And and uh, this prophet, and by the way, if you would like to get the first part of this message, uh, uh, what it kind of stands on, this past Wednesday night we were in the book of Habakkuk. And we realized that a lot of people say, God, why do you let these things continue? Why do I see all this trouble going on? And... You show me how wrong something is, but then you don't do anything about it. And I cry and I cry and I cry to you. And finally, Habakkuk talked himself right into a circle. And we will if we keep talking to God. We'll talk ourselves right into a circle where we begin to praise his name. We begin to realize just how involved he is. We begin to realize that, that, that the trouble in this world is not God. The trouble in this world is people not pleasing God. And so Habakkuk began to declare that, that you know, no matter what happens, in the, uh, no matter what comes to pass, I am going to praise the Lord, I'm going to rejoice in God, I'm going to get closer to God. And then here comes Micah. Micah, in chapter 6, Micah wants to please the Lord. But look, look at what, look what he says in, in, in verse number 7, will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with 10,000 rivers of oil? Would, would, you know, would that please God? How do I please God? How in the world does a man please God? Well, would the Lord be pleased if I gave him a 1,000 sheep? If I sacrificed 1,000 sheep today? How about if I gave him 10,000 rivers of oil? I mean, should I give my firstborn for my transgression Would God be pleased if I were to sacrifice my firstborn child for my sin? Or the fruit of my body? Could I give him the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? No. The resounding answer is no. No. There's nothing the Lord wants from you materially you know you can't pay your way out of hell okay you can't pay your loved one's way out of hell there's nothing you can do you can't buy your way into heaven you know nothing you could give him to satisfy your own sin's debt then what would please the lord well verse 8 He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? Three things the Lord is asking in order to please Him. Would the Lord be pleased with this, this, or this? No, He's shown you what's right. He's shown you what's good. Okay. He's shown you. Do justly. Love mercy. And walk humbly before your God. Wow. You know, today, as I said, we come to the end of a very difficult year. And many of us here and so many around the world, we can hope and pray that the next year is going to be better. But let me tell you what's going to make the next year better. Uh, And it's not just a set of New Year's resolutions. But yet, we do need to make some resolutions. We do need to make some commitments. Because commitments hold us steady. You know, my commitments, whenever I say yes, whenever I say I will, whenever I say I do, uh, these commitments hold us. They speak to us. They encourage us. I've told you so many times before that if we made a commitment to have dinner tomorrow night at 630, then that commitment, that It would speak to you. You'd get up in the morning and think about it. Hopefully. You'd think about it. You know, it would remind you. There's something powerful about a commitment that will remind you. And you would prepare yourself and you get ready. You would say yes to some things and no to some other things tomorrow just because you had a commitment. And you would tell other people, oh, I have a commitment. Oh, I can't. I have a commitment. Oh, I've got to do this. I made a commitment. No, I have a, you know, commitments are powerful. We should embrace the opportunity to make a commitment to please God. And this morning, that's pretty much what I'm going to be asking you to do. And I'm well aware that becoming more like Jesus does not always uh, um, leave you without greater challenges. Becoming more like Jesus can make life more difficult for a little bit. It's almost like opening up your mouth to the dentist. You know, there can be things that you really don't want to deal with that you end up finding yourself uh, um, God wanting you to deal with. So uh, let me put it this way. If the best that we can hope for is to be like Jesus, then it stands to reason the best we can hope for is to be treated like Him. Ooh, I'll let that one sink in a little bit. Let me say that again. If the best we can hope for is to be treated like Jesus, then it stands to reason that the best we can hope for is to be treated like Him. You know, at some point, us standing strong and getting closer to Jesus is bound to offer some cost. To do what's right, to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before the Lord means that, that sometimes people are not going to understand. They're not going to agree. They're going to present a greater challenge. But yet, if we want to please Jesus, and pleasing Jesus is the very best we can hope for, but then being treated like Jesus is also something that we should expect. You know, if Jesus were here walking around us in our midst, if He was going to school with us, if He was going uh, to the the marketplace with us, if if Jesus was here with us today, you know what would happen? Somebody would crucify Him. And all who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And that's one of the reasons why people don't want to get too close to Jesus. They don't want to get all wet. They don't want to be seen by the world or by anyone else you know to uh, to uh, you know be so much like Jesus <laughs> you know and it doesn't have to present itself as radical or fanatical but yet it does have to present itself as wet it does have to present itself as all in because one foot in and one foot out makes a miserable life it gives us all the heartaches and all the hurts that everyone else goes through and none of the answers that are available to us because we are in Christ. People tend to use this time of year to make some resolutions and even the Bible encourages us to examine ourselves and take an inventory of ourselves. I'm. I'm I hesitate to remind you that 2024 is going to be an election year. We're facing some trouble in our nation, some divisions. But may it not be once named in the church. May it not be once named among the members of the body of Christ. May we not fight and argue over which party, which platform, which candidate is... Wonderful and horrible. May we not allow things to divide us. Because we are headed for some very interesting and difficult waters in our nation. And in the world. Today war is waging. I have friends in war today. I have friends that I care about deeply. I have friends... In the equations concerned that their children, their grandchildren are going to be drafted and sent into a war today that they don't believe in, they don't want, they, they wish wasn't there. Listen, 2024 will present some interesting opportunities. That's why we, each one of us, individually need to get closer to Jesus need to please Him, need to make a few commitments in our life before we get to the problem. We must have principles before we have problems. If we don't have principles before we have problems, then every problem will become issue-oriented and emotionally charged, and we will be led through our life by emotionally charged issues instead of biblical-based principles. Just like... Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Things could get difficult uh, and divided. But believe me, no matter how bad it is, people can make it worse. Nothing is set in stone. Nothing is set, just ask Nineveh okay nothing is for certain in the earth today if people will turn their lives over to god And invite Jesus Christ into their life. Just ask Nineveh. Even Sodom and Gomorrah had a chance. If God could just have found ten people who were close to him. Who wanted to please him. Who were righteous. Who were living a pleasing life. Imagine how many people we could get together. If they would just make a commitment to please God that God, I believe, would turn the tide. I believe God is still in the salvation business. I believe He's still in the miracle business. I believe He is still in redemption business. I believe that every message God gives us is filled with opportunities for us to see Him intervene in our situations, in our lives, in our families. I cannot tell you the number of families that I have had an opportunity to speak with, counsel with when they were in situations. Situations and every time they said yes and began to please the Lord, things got better. Things got better. Miracles happened. You know who you are sitting out there. Miracles, things that no one would ever imagine got better healings and miracles and relationships I am telling you God is not finished with all he wants to do in the earth he is not yet finished and we don't have to treat it like it's the end just because it's bad does not mean it is over God's not finished if we could but please him my goal today is to give us all an opportunity to make a commitment to God and to ourselves we have a chance to get 2024 right it hasn't started yet. We have a chance to get it right. We can do this. We have a chance to leave things better than we found them. No matter what the situation is, God has given us another chance to participate in His ongoing impact of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, would you like to know what you can do to please God? Well, uh, you know, Micah told us. Micah told us that he has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you. But to do justly, well, what does that look like? Justice and fairness are not the same. God is just. You know? He, He doesn't always move by what is fair. It's not fair my hair is thinning and some of yours aren't. But that's not the same as just. What God wants us to do in His eyes, justness. Mercy, to love mercy and to walk humbly with our God. So I have decided to do my part. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. As, as we are closing, I have decided to do my part. And uh, according to Habakkuk, which we uh, read this past Wednesday evening, you know, he said, write the vision upon the table and make it plain so that others who read it might be inspired by it and they might want to run with it, that they might run with the vision. You know, I have a vision of me being a better version of myself for God in 2024. Okay? I have a vision. I want to do better. I want to please God. I want to. And I commit myself to uh, doing justly, loving mercy, and walking humbly before the Lord. I am going to work on, on my humility, on the mercy, and on also just doing what is just and what is right. Okay? That's, just, uh, that's what I'm going to do. Now, how does that play out? How do I actually do that? How do I prepare myself? How do I please God in my, in my life, in my world? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I'll be happy to make these notes available. In fact, uh, this is available on EZ Sermons. The letter E, the letter Z, and the word sermons. EZSermons.com. You can get these notes. And uh, I, I, I you know, wrote them big. I put them in bold. Okay, so that uh, you can see what my resolution is for 2024. Uh, and, and, I, and I wrote it like this. Dean, you will appreciate this. Uh, you, and, you and the other uh, attorney types, Bongo, Brian, and, and, and uh, uh, Victoria, you guys, uh, be it resolved. That's how I started this. <laughs> be it resolved. Doesn't that sound like a legal term? This is a contract between me and God. I'm offering God a contract of my life. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in writing because I know it will help me. I know it will speak to me every day. I know it, you know, just like, uh, you know, uh, I, I do things. You do that? I, I write things and put them on my mirror. I write things and put them in my car. Uh, the things that I believe God wants me to do, things I commit to do. Well, be it resolved by the grace of God in 2024, I commit myself to daily prayer. If I'm going to get closer to God, I have to pray every day. Okay, So, I will talk to God every day in 2024. Okay, That's what prayer is. I will talk to God every day in 2024. That's my resolution. I will pray for myself and I will pray for others each day. This is what I'm going to do. This is my commitment. Lord Jesus, help me to remember this. But I'm writing it down and I'm going to keep it in front of my eyes. Write the vision up on the table and make it plain. So those that see it may run with it. Okay? Uh, I want to please God. I want to do justly, love mercy and walk with humility before my God. And therefore I commit myself every day. I will talk to God every day. This is my resolution. This is my commitment. Bible reading. I will read from the Word of God each morning. Now You know uh, uh, know, that that, that's a very important thing. I do that. I've done that. I don't know how many years I've done that. This morning I did it as well. The very first thing I do when I open my eyes is I go to the Word of God. The very first thing. I go to the Word of God before I go to the restroom. Big deal, huh? Yeah. I'm one of those guys that if you commit to something, you feel guilty if you don't. I love being guilt-driven. It works for me. I will read from the word of God each morning and I will keep God's word in my heart all day long. That's what David said. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee i 'm going to hide his word i 'm going to keep his word in my heart i 'm going to meditate on that that 's what Joshua said you meditate on that word then you 'll be prosperous and then you 'll be successful I want to be prosperous and successful in doing justly loving mercy and walking humbly because I know there is no way to change a group of people they have to change individually you can view the problem in the masses but you have to fix the problem in the individual you cannot fix a mass problem you know we can say that that, 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 that racism is a problem in our nation we can view it in the big picture but it cannot be fixed in the big picture it has to be fixed in the individual the end of the only way to fix something is individually you can say something doesn't work my engine doesn't work but you have to fix whatever is broken in that particular piece you can't just throw fix at the engine hello we have to change individually And therefore, I am going to keep God's word in my heart all day long. In fact, let me give you the Bible program that I'm going to be using. It's the U Version Bible that I'm going to be starting tomorrow. You can go, if if you don't have another one, certainly you have already planned on your Bible reading for next year. Sure, you have. But if you haven't, I'm going to be doing the Bible project. It's it's in my U Version on my uh, Bible app on my phone. You look under plans, and you go down to the the one that, you know, the whole year plan, and you go down to the one that says Bible Project, the Bible. There are several Bible projects. Bible Project slash the Bible, 365 days. Okay? And you click on that, and you start it tomorrow. Don't start it today. You'll be a day ahead. Okay? You can download the sample, but in the morning, you push start. Okay? and you read that it's got you know it's 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 it's, it's kind of uh, it's wonderful if all you get to do is just a devotional in the morning it has a little video devotional it has you know and and, and tomorrow it's genesis 1 2 and 3. right okay? uh and and i know you're already prepared sure you are you want to be more like jesus you want 2024 to be all it can be and this is what it takes daily prayer daily bible reading okay uh, also church You know, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Uh, You know, I, I will, church, I will attend church each week when I am able. You know, when I am able. God never expects you to attend church when you're not able. But when you are able, he does. You know, I will not choose other things. I will not disable myself from attending church because church is the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, and the family of God in the earth. Jesus came for the church. Jesus is coming back again for the church. The church is the force in the earth, the vehicle through which God is not only uh, uh, you know, continuing and reaching the world, but the church is only one generation from extinction. We must make an investment and it requires me to make a commitment. You know, you think you don't want to come to church on Sundays. You ought to be in my head sometime. (laughs) Oh, that's funny, isn't it? Okay, I commit, I will attend church each week. uh, I will find and fulfill my place of service in the church. This is my commitment. I believe it's important. I think every one of you needs to find and fulfill your place of service. Now, your place of service could be doing you know, anything that needs to be done in the church or it could just be showing up in being a mental, moral, spiritual, uh, emotional support for others who come in these doors needing, needing God, needing encouragement, needing a smile. You know? Uh, being here is important in serving. Stewardship. I will honor the Lord with my substance and my increase. I'm going to honor the Lord with my income and from my storehouse. I'm going to honor the Lord with it. I'm, 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 I will, as far as stewardship, I will give from my income and from my storehouse as God directs. I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of it. I'm not going to be moved by a sad story. I'm not going to be manipulated. But when God speaks to me, I'm going to make sure that I participate in, in, in my offerings I'm going to bring my tithes because they belong to the Lord and I'm going to give my offerings I'm going to give from my income and my storehouse this year because I want God to bless both and I want God to be blessed by both that is my commitment it is it, it is a commitment uh, that I make for 2024 which I have made every year since uh, ooh, I don't know uh, since the early 70s or you know since yeah uh, uh, and 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 haven't missed it yet, but I have to make it every year, you know. Like reading the Bible, I make another commitment every year, and it speaks to me, you know. Uh, it's it it does. We should renew and refresh ourselves. Witness, I'm. I'm going, 2024, I am going to be a witness now. I will remember that I am a light shining in darkness. Whenever I go to the store, whenever I go out to eat, I'm going to remember that my countenance makes a difference. I am a light shining in darkness. I am in a world of lost and hurting people. And I am going to put a smile on my face and joy in my heart. And I'm going to realize that I am there on purpose. And I am privileged to be able to be a light shining in the darkness of this world. I'm going to remember that. I am, I, I, I will, and I will stay ready to joyfully share my faith in Jesus with others. I'm going to stay ready. The Bible says always be ready to give an account of that good work that is in you. You know, uh, these are my commitments, okay? I mean, before God and before you, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to be a witness. I am going to do it joyfully. And I'm going to remember other people are watching me. And when it comes to my life, this is is my commitment for my life. I will, in 2024, love my family. I will encourage my friends. I will forgive my enemies. And I will be kind to strangers. I'm going to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly before my God. And therefore, I've got to know how that's going to work out in my life. I am going to love my family. God gave me a family. I'm going to love them. I'm going to love them. I'm going to encourage my friends. I'm going to forgive my enemies. And I'm going to be kind to strangers. Because I have decided that in life I will do justly. I will love mercy. And I will walk humbly with my God. Let me encourage you to do the same. Okay. commit to something just one thing you know commit to something make a firm commitment let's please the Lord this year if we will please the Lord perhaps the Lord will see us as Nineveh and though we deserve judgment and though we deserve the things that that every nation and every people do, maybe God will repent, will turn, and maybe God will bless us. Perhaps He will because we need help. It begins with us. The change, let it begin with you. Let it begin with you and your family. Let it begin with you at your job. Let it begin with you at your school. Let it begin with you in your church. And then watch and see what God will do. Thanks again for joining us for another encouraging word from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor, and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.